People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, folks? Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your co-workers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy, also some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess you knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30, 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478 231 7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been um, let's see, what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. Let me tell you guys about the baddest insurance agent around these parts miss jenna carr she's an alpha insurance agent she handles home auto life and business she's located in macon georgia at 3312 Northside drive suite c160 uh let me tell you about miss jenna not only is she just the sweetest cutest damn thing you ever seen 
but she takes care of business like a true professional. I love dealing with her. Uh, she's done got me hooked up with life insurance because let's be honest, I'm going to need it. And, uh, every time I've ever dealt with her, a complete pleasure. So y'all do me a favor now, give her a call and go look her up on social media. Jenna Carr, Alpha Insurance Agency, and that phone number in Macon is 478-621-7065. Tell her that you need the same package, home, life, auto, all that good stuff that she hooked me up with. So recently here at the studio, we had a tornado came through. And when it did, we needed a new roof put on. We needed some work done to it. And my dude, Mr. Brad Devane, with Classic Roofing and Construction at 478-832-9229 came and gave me a free estimate, and then they hooked us up. Uh, it was an insurance job, and they took care of it right away. But they also handle out-of-pocket. And what's cool about them, they've got 30 years' experience. They don't collect a single dime until the whole job is done. They do a full walk-around with the homeowner just to make sure that everything is up to the homeowner's standard. And then they collect. I know when we needed them most here at Raising Grace Studios, they did us an amazing job, and I'm glad to have them on board with us. So check out Classic Roofing and Construction now. Give Mr. Brad Devane a call at 478-832-9229. That is classic roofing and construction. You guys want to know where I go to have a good time in making when I'm also wanting to get some good food and listen to some good music? I go down to Cashman's Pub at 370 Cherry Street in Macon, Georgia. Every time me and my buddies go there, no matter who it is, they've got a really good band playing. I'll tell y'all this. I love their buffalo chicken wraps. Plus, they have Buffalo Trace, one of the few bars around that carries it. So you're going to get the best drinks, good damn service, with good people. I know that I enjoy it, and all my friends do nothing but brag about it. Every Friday and Saturday, you can catch us there, but also we go there during the week when we get a wild hair. I know I can catch all my Bulldogs games, all my Braves games, and any NFL games there. They're going to have them on the TV. They're going to have drink specials. And it's just going to be a great environment for you to laugh, cut up, have fun with your friends. To me, it's my favorite little spot in Macon. If you don't know about it, go order one of their shot specials and tell them that I sent you. That is Cashman's Pub down on Cherry Street, Macon, Georgia. Phone number. 478-219-9703. Y'all go run a bar tab up and tell the bartenders that the Josh Terry podcast said hey. Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry podcast. Uh, I'm back from Nashville. I haven't put out a damn show since Nashville. I've been hungover for what seems like a damn week. And uh, I have got somebody on the show today that my sis, who I very much love, Mr. Maris, um, I have, we posted some videos and stuff together from Nashville and this beautiful lady was, uh, commenting on one of them or whatever. And I went to follow her. And, uh, then I found out that I am pissed at myself for not knowing who you were already. <laughs> like I'm mad, but I do have one thing against you already. Just right out the gate. Okay. I've never met an Amanda that's been good to me. So if you could change that shit, I'd very much appreciate it. What if I change it to Mandy? Well, probably that worked too. All right. Well, seems like they changed their names and some other shit too at one point in time. Oh, uh, uh, it's a joke. It's I have very bad luck with women named Amanda. Okay. Well, we'll I'm, change that. We're going to change that. Good, good, good. Uh, so 
uh, Damaris bragged on you. And everybody that has been around the show, done anything with us, knows how I feel about her and James. So yeah. if uh, if they say you're good people, dude, you got to be good people. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about you. I love them. I love James. I love Damaris. Um, and they love you. So I was like, yep, he's good. Going to follow him right now. You said some funny shit. You got, you threw a little shade. I like a little shade here and there. So. Oh, I'm a shady son of a bitch. I love it. Yeah. Well, I just don't like fake ass people, dude. And, 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 and that's my thing. There, there's folks all the time. A lot of people think I'm just the, the worst person ever. But they literally know where you stand. I will let you know. I don't mm -hmm. have to be ugly to you. I don't have to be disrespectful to you. I don't have to acknowledge your existence, to be honest with you. Yeah. But you're going to know where I stand with you. I like it. And some folks ain't like that. Some folks want to shake your hand, make a TikTok, and be like, oh, we're yeah. besties. We're besties. Uh -huh. A lot of folks ain't like that. A lot of folks ain't like that. But I'm right there with you. So I saw that, and I was like, oh, he's my people. He's yeah. my people. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So uh, you're not supposed to ask a woman this, but I'm telling you, it's driving me wild. I'm 35 years old. You I can't weigh. No, hell, I don't know how much you weigh. <laughs> but trust me, my fat ass ain't asking nobody that question. <laughs> uh, I cannot figure out how old you are. Is this why? I no. I just. I literally cannot. Like, I think you're my age. I think you're. I think you're my age, or a year or two younger than me. But the, the, the light colored hair really does confuse me a little bit too. You know, this is my, this is my hair. This is gray. That is gray. So yes, this is my natural hair color. So it throws people off all the time. I'm 38. You're 38. 38. God, I'm going to look like shit when I'm 38. Good job. You don't look like shit. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. Keep it up. And you've uh, what got six kids. Oh yeah. Wine will do it to you every time. <laughs> Six kids. That's vodka. Um, oh, I like you even more. Yeah. Um, six kids, four of my own. And then my husband has two. Okay. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That is awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw hubby while ago too, in one of your videos. Did you? Uh, I think so. It was one where, uh, is that him? <laughs> uh, maybe I should shut the fuck up. Real fast. Up so. <laughs> well, no, it was you in the closet. Uh, and like patting on. I heard a rumor. Oh, yeah, that right here. Hubby's, a, hubby's a smokestack. He's dude, a good looking dude. Dude, we're both in the real estate industry. And let me tell you something about realtors. Okay. Not all of them, but a lot of them trying to get up on my man's shit. I bet they do. They do. So, God, what is so. he like? He looks like, like six, four at least. No, he's not. Everybody thinks I'm a lot taller than I am, too. I'm five seven. He's six foot. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's way, way not even close to what I was thinking. Yeah, he might be maybe six one, but he thinks he's six one. I, I say six foot. Oh, it's okay. I'm five ten, but I will lie in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. it, you you got to catch me with my right boots on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. them right boots will put you an inch or two over the top now. Yeah. I get you where you need to be. They will get disappointed when they see my fat ass in Crocs the next morning. Me, me scooting around the kitchen trying to make some eggs and I can't see over the counter no more. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, did, uh, did I, was it you that told me, are y'all going to Nashville this weekend? We're going to Nashville this weekend. When are y'all going? We're going, some of the girls are getting there on Thursday. So it's a group, a whole big group of girls. Okay. Um, some of them are getting there on Thursday. I think Damaris is going on Thursday. Um, and then the rest of us are coming in on Friday. We're leaving on Sunday. You need to come on Thursday if you can. 
I can't. I live in Oklahoma. Well, there's this thing called fucking planes. I got six kids. What am I going to do about uh, that? Ne- ne- never mind. Never mind. Well, there's, there's these things called kennels. <laughs> yeah, bingo. You can you can board a kid, I guess. I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe that's an orphanage. I don't know. That's what I'm doing this weekend, boarding their asses. I'm like, hey, can you watch my kid? Hey, can you watch my kid? <laughs> well, uh, the reason I say that, and now I'm gonna surprise Damaris because I didn't I didn't realize she was coming then. So one of my friends is having a uh EP release party and she's amazing. Her name's Kimberly Atwood. Um, it's like if you like Allison Krauss or anything like that, she's like a young Allison Krauss. She's she's amazing. And she invited us to her release party on a Wednesday. So now last minute, I'll be in Nashville on Wednesday and Thursday, and I got to come back early Friday. Yeah. Uh, but but so if D's and D and anybody's there, they'll have to I'm, go out with us. I'm 99.9% sure D's going on Thursday, but she's I mean, she will now if she knows you're gonna be there. James is coming too. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yes, over with. Um, yeah, we're definitely have a good time. Those are ah. I don't know if they told you about drinking with me or us going out. We all are bad for each other. Uh, we really, we really tend to overdo it when we are around each other. That's having a good time. Yeah. Until the next morning. Oh yeah. That's rough. Yeah. My hangovers are not pleasurable anymore. Well, you got to drink water for every drink you have. You got to guzzle down a water. I am not a smart man, ma'am. And, oh. uh, yeah, we're not, yeah, that's just not in the recipe for the car. That's not happening. I know. I know. I'm getting nervous too for Nashville because, um, my problem is, is once I get started, once I have one drink, well, I got to have 15 drinks. Yeah. I'm the same way, you know, and then it's just, you're carrying me out of there. Who's fucking holding my hair. Let's go. You know? So, yeah, I have a major issue with that myself. Uh, I just, I, you got one life I'm going to get. One of my favorite quotes from all time is uh, from David Allen Coe. And uh, he actually did it out your way, which I know you're in Oklahoma, but Billy Bob's, I guess, isn't too hell of a far away from you <laughs> over in Fort Worth. Uh, and he, he did a show at Fort Worth at Billy Bob's one time. And uh, he said, when I die, I don't want anybody to walk past my casket and say, oh, he looks like he's sleeping. And he's like, I want people to be like, that bitch is dead. There wasn't <laughs> an ounce of life left. <laughs> in I love that shit. I, I, I don't want there to be an ounce of life left in my body. He said, I want my gas tank on E. And I want everybody to know that my gas tank is left on E. And, and I think I took that to heart too much. Really uh, resonated with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a hard 35 years. <laughs> and I really didn't even start drinking until I was like, I think I was 20. I, did, I, didn't, I was a good kid. And I, I, I did not have sex or drink until I was 18 years old. And then, uh, I just went through like this whole transformation with bad anxiety and depression from the ages of 18 to like 22, complete piece of shit, complete horrible person. And then my daughter was born around 24, changed my life, made me a whole lot better of a person. Mm-hmm. And, but from that, that six year block right there, I couldn't do shit right. It happens. Them kids will save you, though, huh? Yeah, I saw you uh, look like you was about to beat the shit out of one of yours on a ring cam a while ago, though. You know, I got so much hate for that shit, and um, I had posted that. I posted that. It happened like seven months ago. I posted it once before, and I posted it again with some funny audio this last time, and everybody's like, we want it. You know, they hadn't seen it. We want to hear the audio. We want to hear the audio. I was like, fuck it. I know everybody's going to come for me. I don't fucking care. I put it out there. I'm going to tell you what people call CPS on me. 
No shit. I told Cooper, I said, I'm going to prison, baby. Give me a hug. Um, yeah, I'm not a gentle parent, Josh. I'm not. I don't think in this day and age you need to be. I think it's actually the worst thing for children to have a person, a parent making you softer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a gentle parent. My kids aren't gentle kids. They're not pussies. They're doing all the shit, um, but they're going to respect me. And my oldest son, I mean, he'll be 15 and he's a lot bigger than I am, but you saw him, you saw him hop, skip and jump his fucking ass right on out of there. Didn't you? Oh yeah. He could have jumped over the fucking moon, getting away from mama right there. Hey, he didn't want none of mama. You could tell that smoke. that boy was scared shitless. He knew he had fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? My bark is so much bigger than my bite. And he knows that too. But I mean, he's like, Oh mom, I could take you. I'm like, you might be able to take me. But Jason will eat your lunch if you ever step to mama. So, yeah, I'm not trying to raise no um, pussies. Well, you can't. The, the generation, like our generation, the 80s babies are the last tough motherfuckers. I agree. We're, yeah, we're the last ones that when we're gone, and I'm not trying to get political or nothing when I say this, but when our generation's gone, the rest of the world is going to completely take over this country from all the wet-ass cupcakes, soft-ass people, because they're just going to roll over when anybody yep. tells you to do something. Yep. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. I'm scared. I'm scared and worried for my kids. I just want to go take my family and live, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, <laughs> my, my mama told me at a very young – my mama is five foot one, maybe, of fucking hellfire and brimstone. <laughs> she told me a long time ago, I know you said it to your youngins just from the 15 minutes I've known you. She <laughs> said, I brought your ass in this world. I'll take you out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know I could knock my mama out with a right hand, but she'd hit me with a goddamn minivan the next. You better believe it. <laughs> she, she ain't going out like no bitch. I promise you that. Uh, no, I promise you that. Mm -hmm. No, no. That kid was scared shitless. I, I, I love that, though. And I hate that you got hate from people. But those people, man, fuck them. I don't like any. I'm raising my daughter. My daughter's 11. She is a bad bitch and i want her to be i want her to be a viking fucking queen i want her to any man that comes around her be scared shitless of her you know that i think that women get a bad reputation if they're strong actually strong women they get called a bitch yeah. they, they get called whatever i don't think in that case i don't really think i think you have some of those but it's usually the ones that portray themselves to be strong and they're usually the most weak and insecure ones that end up right. being the bitches but, like, I like a tough-ass woman. I like a one that puts you in your place. And, I and hey, I'm not raising Gracie to be – ain't no man, ain't no kid, ain't no nobody ever getting a whole – or getting over on that baby. Good on you. What, so, what do you got? Uh, I know that I saw two girls. Okay, so I have um, – it's – we're like the Brady Bunch. Three girls, three boys. And then they range in age – I have a seven and eight – a 12, two 15 year olds and a 17 year old daughter. <sighs> Fuck dude. I know it, it literally exhausted me. You just counting. Well, same. How do you do it? I, it, um, I mean, I split time with their deities, you know, okay. I split time with their deities. <laughs> but it's a lot, it's a lot. And I always am like, I used to be such a better mom, but I think, 
I'm just, it ebbs and flows and I'm just, I'm in a season right now, man. And we're full, I mean, go, 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 you know, but the boys play competitive soccer and the husband is hunting all the time. And so I'm just always going and you just fucking do it. You just like, you just do it. You just do it. How you do anything else? How'd you get up uh, after you were hungover? You know, you just fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I don't. Um, (laughs) my fat ass will stay in a bed all day. That's the, that is the good thing. My daughter's mother is a saint. Like she is a wonderful human being. She lives, luckily we live in the same town. Gracie lives with her mom most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm on the road or whatever. But if I don't have Gracie and I don't have a show since I work my own schedule, mm-hmm. if I'm hungover, I don't want to do shit. I'm a hermit. Uh, I, I'm not getting out of the bed. I won't do anything. I will door dash pizza or whatever to my house. I'm not moving. If they would come put it in my mouth for me, I really hope nobody takes that clip out of context. Uh, if they would probably come, it. probably it gives a shit. It'll, <laughs> it'll probably be on Reddit. Uh, it'll probably be some stupid shit. Josh now likes whatever in his mouth. <laughs> now that now do they know I like pizza. God, I hate people. Pizza. Yeah, pizza. That's yeah, yeah. God, I hate people. Yeah. So, uh, what are y'all going to Nashville for, by the way? We're just go. We've there's a bunch of us we've never met. I've never met Damaris, but I talk to Damaris every single day. We have this big group chat, um, and one day one of us was just like, "Let's fucking go to Nashville. Let's all meet up." So we're gonna fucking all go meet up. And Damaris is like, oh, "I know some good bars. You know, there's some touristy ones, but she knows the." you know, the good places, which is where I want to go. And I want to hang and I want to wear my fucking, you know, like hoodie and everybody's going balls to the wall at their glitz. And, and I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm, I'm so fucked. But D never wears that shit with us. I've never, I have never seen her now. She always looks good. D is a, a, she a good, always a, looks a, good. Yeah, she always looks good now, but she never dresses like one of these glitter and glitzy girls. I've ne- got to be comfortable. Yeah. I love that shit. You got to be comfortable when you're breaking it down. And I will be breaking it down. See, this is where, like, I should, if I didn't have a wedding on Saturday, just to see y'all drunk white. My favorite thing in this world to watch is drunk white women. Y'all are the most entertaining thing ever. If I didn't go to that wedding on Saturday, I'd get murdered. I would. I'd get, I'd get murdered. But at least you could say you lived. There was no way. You yeah, live to the fullest watching us white women. Okay, I know. I already know. I already know where she's gonna take y'all to. Like she's. I already know. Um, we've got a really good friend. Uh, we got two of them that play losers. Um, on yep. Friday and Saturday night, Justin yep. Andrews and Little Skinny. And I'm telling you, when them boys break it down, woo! Oh, it's good. I hope we go. I hope we go. She she said that though. She said losers and she said something else. I don't probably probably red door or live oak. Oh, I don't know. Alan Jackson's bar. Maybe the second one. Yeah. Alan Jackson's bar is good too. Uh, but that's one one of our buddies plays that really regularly. He's like the headliner there on Friday and Saturdays. Damaris and James usually goes with us a lot. I'm so glad that they're going. Um, y'all. I mean what I'm about to say, by the way, in all due respect to all of y'all's husbands that's going like on this trip or not, y'all might have the best looking friend group I have seen, by the way, on uh, TikTok. 
But you all, but you all look like grown ass women. I like grown ass women. I mean, we're grown. We're all the way grown. We're all, we're so fucking grown. Our ass is going to be in bed by 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. You see it. Damaris's ass is in bed by 10 p.m. Um, Damaris don't fucking sleep. No, no, she doesn't. Like, what a psycho. She fucking keeps up with me. And I take Adderall like Skittles when I'm out drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, She's going to be the one to sit in there hold me when I have my heart attack, probably. She's probably going to be the cause of it because I'm trying to keep up with her. <laughs> She's crazy. Sometimes she'll just be like, is anybody up? I'm like, it's 3 a.m. Nobody's up. No, no. I don't know what the fuck she does. I, 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 I don't know, but she's always there when you need her. You're right about that. You are always. right about that. So how long- oh, yeah. So this will be the first time I'll actually meet. Yeah, I've never met her. How did y'all get uh, hooked up and be such good buddies in just through TikTok? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. So just exactly how like this is interaction is happening now. Um, A friend of mine followed her and and she was like, she she met up with her on some fucking influencer bullshit. And then she's like, hey, there's this girl, Damaris. I really think you guys would like her. She should be invited. We're like, let's bring her in. We brought her in and oh my God, she just, and then they're trying to bring other people in. I'm like, no, we're not fucking bringing anybody else in. I don't want to mix it up the fucking vibe. But um, that was like, that was only like two months ago, maybe three months ago. And I feel like she's my sister. Like yeah. these girls are my family. They know, and my husband's like, you going out with a bunch of strangers? I was like, motherfucker, I will fucking cut you. They are not sure. They know more about me than you do, you know? They know everything. Yeah. Uh, when I first opened my studio, when I came out of country radio, uh, I hired girls to work TikTok for me because I didn't get it. And I'm so glad now that I fired their asses and I took it over and just did it myself. I've made some of the best relationships I could have made from people because it's like they have the same mindset as you. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. They, they get you. Not many people like in my small town get me they don't understand what i do for a living they don't understand what i've done the past seven years what i'm doing now chasing my dreams and back and forth between here in nashville and all shit they just don't get it yeah you find people that are literally trying to do the same thing maybe not do a podcast or a talk show but maybe a clothing company maybe whatever they've got creativity drives creativity in my mind and when you get when you get people that actually are dreamers just like you and have that same They want more out of life than just small town life. Oh, it's fucking great. You connect with them and it's just beautiful. It's the best. Is that how you met Damaris and James? Uh, how did I meet them? Oh, I did a show with, uh, with Kelsey, um, last, last year, Kelsey and Curtis. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. So I did a show with her and then I did a show with Demps. That's how it was. I did a show with Demps, met Demps through Kelsey through Demps one fucking way. Okay. And, and then she introduced me, Demps introduced me to Damaris. Yeah. So that's, that's how, and those two, I'm telling you ever since then, I, they're just solid, man. I mean, it's they just, it's, it's just cool as fuck. I just love folks like that. I yeah. can tell though, you, you, you're a little different though. You're a little meaner. And I think, I think I would actually dig, I mean, in a good way. Cause I'm a fucking asshole. You, <laughs> you don't seem like a sugar coater. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, you won't catch me sugarcoating shit. I'm not mean. I'm just honest. 
That's and how I'm, it is. I will tell you how I feel. And um, I'm not mean. And I'm also not going to kiss your fucking ass. And so I've, I've heard through the grapevine. And so I, I've heard through the grapevine. When you go to Nashville, there will be people, if you see them, they're going to expect you to grovel at their feet. And I'm like, well, they have a better chance of uh, reaching up and kissing the moon's ass than me doing that. It ain't going to happen. So I wouldn't say I'm mean. I just, we all bleed the same blood. Yeah. You know, so we all wake up in the morning with stanky ass breath. Yeah, see, that, that's how I am. Uh, I don't really care about, I get people all the time that want to do the show. When I mm-hmm. first started the show, it was hard to get people that had bigger followings to do it. Because still, like right now, I don't even know. I got like 300,000 followers. You got like 600, something like that. People just want to bring it down to numbers. Like they're like, they will look at somebody and they'll be like, oh, man, I'm not doing it. He's, he's, that's not what helped me. And then they realize that I've got awards in this shit. And like, I actually have a name built up with people to where I'm not good at social media. I had a TikTok, right? But, I, but I'm good at what the fuck I do. Right. Like, I, yeah. So, I mean, it's the people that actually will take time to understand that and dive in and meet you. They're never the ones that's going to want you to grovel down. The other ones that you meet up there this weekend or when, whenever you go, mm-hmm. they are just numbers people mm-hmm. and they're fucking pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, Oh, what? <laughs> I said, stay tuned. Oh yeah. Stay so, tuned. <laughs> uh, our management company told me last year, I, I would never do like these TikTok meetups. Like I think they're stupid. I don't yeah. want to be around a bunch of them, whatever. I had just got home from a week in Nashville and they had told me, hey, there's a big TikTok meetup in Nashville in two weeks. You should really go back. It would be great for you to meet some of these people. And I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. I'm back in Nashville. My big brother is a songwriter up there. If nothing else, I'll just get drunk a couple of days and hang out, whatever. It's not a lose for me. And all the entitled people that I met just because they had a TikTok. And I'm not even talking about big numbers. There was a fucking guy. And I've told the story a thousand times. It seems like now there was a guy that I met on a rooftop, had the balls to come up to me. He pulled his phone out and I was talking to some people and he was like, Hey man, um, he was, uh, it's like, I'm trying to get everybody to, you know, I want to follow them back or whatever that's around. And I was like, follow you back. I didn't know who the fucking guy was or anything. And uh, he called it the talk at one point in time. And he automatically wanted to punch him in the face because he called it the talk. And I just wanted to slap the fucking taste out of his mouth. But then he pulls out, I show him my TikTok or whatever. And he was like, oh, man, he's like, "Uh, you got more followers than me. That must be crazy. And dude had like 50,000 followers. And that wasn't even important. This is what was so fucked up in this guy's mind. He literally said to me, and there's a, songwriter that is there with me that has no big following or whatever that is one of the best songwriters in fucking nashville we're sitting there drinking minding our own fucking business he literally is like yeah man ever since i hit fifty thousand on tiktok it's hard for me to even go out of the house anymore and i'm just like i I swear to god there's a whole talent agency called 180 talent group that was sitting right there fucking with me that heard this motherfucker (laughs) And every one of us is like, are you fucking with me right now? Like, did did you just decide to walk up to the biggest asshole in Nashville and do it? Like, <laughs> say this shit to him. Like, I, I it was it was ugly. 
Like, I, it was literally where it was so disrespectful because when he went to follow me, I still, in front of his face, did not follow him back. <laughs> I, I just refused to. I just was like, you're just a just a dick. What a weirdo. People uh, are fucking weird. Oh, hey, speaking of that, I got a good idea. Do y'all have any plans on Friday? Even though I'm not there, I might hook y'all up with something. Um, uh, no, the only, we're all going to fly in and just chill Friday. We have no plans Friday, Saturday booked. Okay. So one of the people that help, uh, that kind of do some promotional stuff with us, it's called extreme party bus of Nashville. Yes. Uh, we're doing that. We're doing that Saturday. Oh, y'all doing that with Tiffany? I guess it's yeah. I, okay. Well, never mind. I was going to call Tiff, uh, when we got off here and I was going to see if she would hook y'all up Friday if y'all didn't have plans. Yeah, she. We're doing that Saturday. It, it's the extreme party bus. I guess there's only one, right? Yeah, yeah it's the big pink one. She's cool yes. as shit. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She just took us out for Halloween, and then uh, I do like some public shows for the podcast at a bar there called Live Oak. Uh-huh. A- and uh, she's she's like every time we've done it, she's like took us out afterwards. Like uh, me and Dimps and a lot of people a couple times ago uh macy just a lot a good group she there's a great experience mm-hmm. and, I, and i usually hate shit like that when i yeah. tell you i hate it i fucking hate shit like that i always have fun with her though you yeah. i i need a smoky bar and uh some loud country music i don't i don't need all the the rest of the shit i i don't even smoke but i will go sit in a shitty smoky bar just You're to get away man. i don't need much darling you're a simple man i like it yeah uh, so well, that's cool. I'm glad y'all doing that. What else y'all have going on Saturday? Then? Um, we're going to do pictures. There's some photo shoot that we're going to do. Um, we're going to go to brunch and then we're going to do the party bus. And then we wake up Sunday and we all leave. We're going to be, I'm already dreading leaving these women. You will. Yeah. I, I hate make sure it's a little advice for y'all. And I know it's probably because it seems like all of y'all have families, uh, hard to get away. Nashville during the week, 10 times better if you can go two or three days during the actual week instead of yeah. going on the weekend. Um, it's so congested. Yeah, it, there's so many people and everything there. And like some of it you don't get to experience and experience the right way. Um, I, it's you'll still have fun though. I mean, don't get me wrong, especially y'all just probably wanting to dance, yeah. get, get, get loud and obnoxious, you know, yeah. eat some shitty good food. We're going to make it fun no matter what, but maybe in the summer we'll do, we'll be able to do um, Nashville during the week. You ought to. What, uh, so how long have you been doing real estate? Five years. What'd you do before that? If you don't mind me asking. Stayed home with my kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. My girl, my little girls were real little when I started, I guess I've been doing it almost six years. Um, Cause my littlest was just one when I started, but I stayed home with my kids before that. And, and so here's the, I met a girl that's coming with us. Her name is Julie McGurr. Um, she has a million followers. I don't know how she gets out of the house, to be honest with you. I mean, I really don't know how she walks down the street without people. Like, without being mobbed and everybody's <laughs> want to pitch her all the time. Um, no, but so her and I, we were the first friends um, and she has three boys that play competitive sports. She's a realtor. Her husband is a loan officer, just like my husband. So we have a lot, a lot in common. And, and she actually came here last weekend 
Um, so I've met two of the girls because they came to visit here in Oklahoma a couple of weekends ago. And I'm not kidding. I was like in depression for a couple of days after they left. I'm like, oh, there smells like a little psycho. I'm a little weird. But. No, no I, well, I wouldn't be smelling anything, but yeah. uh, I definitely get the same way when I leave my buds. I, 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 it's hard to come back to folks that don't really give a fuck about you. I, exactly. You know, it, they it's, don't get you. Yeah, it's hard. That transition is it sucks. Yeah. Nashville, I'll go ahead and tell you, is going to make it ten times worse. Yeah. There's something about when you just have that connection with your people there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want to take like some of my guys that I grew up with that I'm still close with. And take them up there and mix them with like my new friends and like my yeah. new life. Yeah. Ugh, nobody will want to come back. I want everybody that I love here to move the fuck up there so I can move up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just can't, I can't move away from uh, my studio and everything I do is uh, Raising Grace Studios. My daughter's name is Gracie. Oh, cute. So, I love so like my daughter is 11. I can't leave here until she's 18. And yeah. then, then she's got to go to Vanderbilt and come with me. Uh, I, I, she, she's got to, I can't leave without my baby. Yeah. Um, I oh shit. Uh, so TikTok. let's get on the TikTok. Let's do it. How did you blow up on there? Like, cause it seems like, it seems like not, I can tell you're killing it, but you're funny on there. And it seems like people really do like you. I didn't see much hate in your comments. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't read the one about you almost beating the shit out of your kid though. <laughs> I don't get a lot of hate on there, but I'll tell you since we have announced, and this is so silly, but since we've announced that we're going to Nashville, there has been like a couple of troll pages that they have zero followers. They have zero, you know, and they'll just get on there and just dig at the girls. Um, they rarely come to my page, but sometimes they do. But I'm going to tell you what, I go on there and I just make little response videos. And I know I really shouldn't give a fuck, but it's fun for me to kind of dig at them. Um, but I don't really get a lot of hate other than those little troll accounts, other than people saying that I abuse my kid by yelling at him. <laughs> um, but really what my page blew up from my oldest son and our relationship, we have a really funny connection and um kind of banter back and forth with each other we're mean as fuck to each other you know um and i don't know people love it and it resonates with people and people are like i want to be like that i want to have that relationship with my kid tell me how um but that's really it that's why and then my son my youngest son made a dumb that's what she said joke and that shit sent me into oblivion so I'll have to send that to you. Yes, please do. Uh, yeah, that's how me and Gracie are. I didn't realize you and your, your oldest were like that. Me mm. and Gracie are ruthless. I'm mm. talking about fucking hurt each other's feelings to the point that like we're, one of us is going to take it too far one day. And I just don't, <laughs> I don't know which one. Like we, we get, it gets, it gets bad. Mm -hmm. and, and she's one of those that she's got, She's got a bigger personality at 11 than I did at 20. Yeah. Like she's yeah. a beast. She's going to be whatever she wants to be in this world. Um, and I hope like hell it ain't a comedian because she's got it. Like she's either going to be a comedian or a stripper at this point. She's just uh, funny. Uh, yeah. She's funny, but she's fucking ruthless. That's the best kind of funny. She like, this is what she likes to do. So I'm single. And you'll get what women that come in my lives and stuff or whatever that'll say some slick shit or whatever. Gracie will hang out with me when I do some of them and everything. Or 
videos or whatever. Yeah. Gra- Gracie and me started doing this thing and we asked the woman first, like somebody will come in and be like, Hey, uh, I sure like to take you on a date or let's go get a drink or something sometime or some smart ass comment. And Gracie will be like, let's go look at her page. So we'll go look at her page while we're on live. Uh, and Gracie will roast these bitches. Like, <laughs> Gracie, Gracie will go ham and she'll tell them why. I can't go on a date with them. They're not she, worthy. Yeah. She was like, she told one girl one time she needed to blend her fake tan better. Um, and like she said, <laughs> she said one's forehead was way too big that it like she, she don't pull punches. Like, yeah. She's mean, but she also does the shit to me. So I've been known to post a selfie or two on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, a little, you know, trying to get a little attention every now and then. And, and, uh, anyway, I'll post like song lyrics, whatever. That's just my shit. Music is my shit. And Gracie likes to go on to Instagram, pull up the picture, show people my picture. And then she likes to read the comment like a fucking 1930 Southerner, (laughs) like talking shit. But every time, like it would say like some slick shit in the, like in the post, Gracie Mm -hmm. likes to look at me with dead eyes. And just be like, this is nothing fucking like you. Right. <laughs> I know you. Why are you lying? Yeah. Like you, you're not this person. She's she's rough. I like her. Oh, yeah. Most people do. I, that's oh man. Well, you gotta I'm, raise right. Well, I'm glad that's why you blew up. I know there's some folks on here that uh, they, they blow up for the wrong reasons. So that makes me like you a little bit more. I also like something that you said about going snapping back at the trolls. Mm. Um, and I really like the people that do that and don't let when you get these negative comments affect them negatively. Mm. I, I've got a couple people I've literally had to cut off because they never quit reading Reddit. Yes. They, they never quit reading the negative shit about them. Yes. Well, and it's like, you know, this shit ain't fucking real. Why, why are you letting somebody that has no effect on your life that doesn't have anything to do with you they're literally wasting time of their life to go make a scene, cause a scene about you. Right. And, and you're letting it affect you. I don't get it. Either don't read it because you can't handle it or read it and move the fuck on with your life. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares what they have to say? You know, I don't blame me. I don't blame me. It's, I learned a long time ago and I don't really post. If I get any, I've made some stupid ass jokes. I am, I have to, I always have to put a disclaimer before this because you don't really know me. I, and I, some of the audience members might be first time saying this. First off, I love the gays in that whole fucking community. I got a big following with them. They're some of my favorite people in this world because they know how to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And I love anybody that can be themselves. I also love picking on other cultures and races as long as they're cool with picking on my fat ass. And it's not in a hateful way. Yep. So, I like to roast people and I like to have fun with it. Well, I learned very early in TikTok. You can't fucking do that and have fun with it because it's just going to get community guidelines violations. It's going to shut your shit down. Yep. <laughs> so like I happen, I like women of all color. I don't mm-hmm. have, I don't have a preference. If I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think is extremely funny to tell African-American woman, I like the movie, the help. Have you ever seen the help? Nope. All right, there's a scene in the movie 
that it says uh, it's a it's a beautiful uh, woman who has raised this white child. And uh, she just reminded this white child every day because the mother didn't want anything to do with the kid. The housekeeper did the whole time. She would tell the little girl every single morning, you is kind, you is special, yeah. you is important. Okay. So I think it's funny to tell beautiful black women that when I'm drunk at the bar. <laughs> so I made a TikTok about it one time. And I did it with a girl who is a beautiful African-American woman off of TikTok. It's got a big ass following out in Texas that I'm really close with. She thought it was funny. Thought it was the funniest thing ever. How'd that go over on TikTok? It did not go well. <laughs> it, it, it did not go well. And then, like, I had to let out a little bit of my radio history of why I got fired. Like, I live in the South, and I'm proud to be from the South. But when the Confederate flag got took down out of NASCAR, I was like applauding NASCAR because I get it. I understand why they did. Yeah. Boy, the only people that have ever sent me death threats or came against me is motherfuckers look just like me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why I, I think I can joke about that. I, th yeah. I, I think I can because there's not any hate coming from me when I say that shit. Well, TikTok thought I was the most racist motherfucker on the planet. Mm -hmm. I bet that video, it probably got, 30,000 views in 10 minutes, something like that. But it was gone and it was gone in 11. They took it. They oh, took did it they? Did they took it. And then it was hate speech or whatever. And then I couldn't post for like a week. And I was like, you clearly have not read this book or watched this movie because you would know how sweet this is. I'm being sweet. I'm being kind right now. Yeah. People are. TikTok is a, it's so wild to know how many people are out there so unhappy with yep. their lives that they want to creep into your comment section and leaves and, and try to turn things and twist things and, and, and switch the narrative. And you're like, what the fuck? That is not even what this was about, but they make it about that real quick. Yeah, it is. It, it is. 20 years ago, if you would have told me that this was going to be a thing, I would have laughed in your fucking face because people, I've never known people to be like this. Mm -mm. I say what the fuck I say when I want to say it to who I want to say it to. Can't do that on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, I got some good advice uh, from Ginger Billy. He, he was one of the first big name people that did my show. Mm -hmm. And he's told me, he was like, I'll never make it in TikTok. I, I'll, he, I never will. He's like, YouTube and everything else will always be where I get paid. Yeah. Because I can't be me. Somebody's yeah. always going to take something that I say or something that I do, and they're going to take it out of context. But you got to know how to play the game, pretty much how he said it. You got to know that you can't post certain things on TikTok. Right. Uh, you you got to know. That's what other platforms are for. That's right. also – my podcast, I can say whatever the fuck I want on here. I can right. get away with everything. I've made every horrible joke. <laughs> okay. My my papa was one of my favoriteest people who passed away last Christmas. And over the summer, it, thank you. But over the summer, when I finally started healing and everything from it or whatever, I had somebody on the show and we started talking about stuff. And I was like, well, you know what? One good thing about papa being gone now, at least I can bring a black girl home. And oh. <laughs> And if and and I, and I thought about it and I was like, you know what? If I put that shit on TikTok, that's fucking funny. That is gonna be some of the best shit ever. But then I'm like, your grandpa's a racist. And I'm like, no, he's not. That was just funny. My grandpa was racist. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I will fucking just say it. Yeah. The motherfucker was. Don't, don't worry. There's plenty of rebel flag tattoos in my family. <laughs> just, just he didn't have one. He, he was a good man. <laughs> I love my papa with everything in me. He was he was a racist motherfucker. Uh, Loved him to death. We just didn't agree on everything. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what I'm fucking saying. You don't got to fucking agree on everything. Well, I... I those the people that grew up in that generation it's just such a different time and place it, it's hard for me to i know that like we have sexism we have racism i also think there'll be a thing called timeism i i think regarding the generation that you grew up in you just don't know everything around it you don't know what somebody was taught you don't know what they had to live with every single day you're a product of your environment and sure. and you can't help it like you you, you just can't i mean that's it's literally in your DNA at some point in time, muscle memory, whatever the fuck you want to call it. If you live the same way every single day, you're wired that way. Yeah. I think some of these people, because I, I had another family member and I won't say it because the rest of my family would beat my fucking ass, but he used to say the word boy a lot to, to black folks, but he didn't mean it in like a ugly way. He was a pillar of the community. just like a good damn man. Mm -hmm. like the best there's ever been but he never said that as like as in a bad way i just don't think that he ever knew another way to call somebody of a different skin color it he, he didn't know what to call somebody who didn't know their name now if he knew their name he would say their name but if not that's what he would just say right like, I, I think it's just timeism i think it's, we we just don't know how what they went through and we shouldn't judge them i agree i agree also my kids will say, you know, that boy, what, Yeah. what boy, that boy, that's a different color. I'm like the black boy. It's okay to say the black boy. It's okay. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to water myself down for anybody. Yeah. And if you're offended by something that I say, go be that way. Um, I'm not trying to offend you, but I very well may because I say what I mean. And I mean what I say. And Oh yeah, I love you. I don't apologize. Yeah, yeah, you. I love you without a doubt. Now, <laughs> well, when you when you say something and you don't mean it in a hateful way, it's very hard to apologize for it. Right. It, I mean, my or when you say something and you mean it. Yeah. Why are you gonna go back on that and, and then apologize for it? I see that shit all the time on TikTok. Fucking drives me crazy. Oh yeah, I don't care. I we put out a video one time, me and Gracie. We was at a fucking national or the national fair here in Perry, Georgia. And it was a joke. It literally was a joke. My dad was a fucking carny when he was young for a couple of years. And we pick on him about it. And we tell him he still smells like poor people because he was a carny. We made the video of walking around the fair. And I was like, Gracie, what does that smell? And she looked at me and she said, smells like poor people out here. And we're probably the poorest motherfuckers there. <laughs> and But we meant it as just a joke and you would have thought that we were just pieces of shit but we said it. i grew up in the i grew up to where richard pryor um is my favorite comedian of all time eddie murphy people like that that were just they would say whatever they wanted to and it didn't they wasn't ugly about it it was a joke i don't know when things stopped being a joke and everybody started taking everything you fucking said as gospel yeah I'm a, yes. I'm a playful person. I don't know another way to be. 
I, I, the only, the thing about me is that if I said, and not all the time, but nine times out of 10, if I said it, I said it and I'll fucking say it again. Yeah. I've said it and I will fucking say it again. And maybe, I don't know. I'm probably wrong. People probably fucking, that's why probably people don't fucking like me, but oh, well, it's fine. Uh, I love you. And I think that, I think more people like you are the people that need to be heard though. I guess you're too. Nobody's po- listening because they don't want to hear. You know they don't yeah. want it. Well, they're too sensitive. Fuck them. But you're you and your kids are the people. Same with me and mine. We're the people that I swear will run the next generation because we're not soft. Like, There's just not very many of us out there anymore. That's yeah. the fucking problem. Well, they're scared to be themselves. That this is where. You said I threw some shade in one of my videos recently. So mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of the shade that I was throwing towards someone was I expected more out of somebody when I first met them. And I thought that they had the potential to really help others. Because mm-hmm. to to, in my mind, if you're given a platform, you, you always should be able to make money off of it. You should always be able to do good for you. But don't forget who gave you that and you always right. should give back you should you should always That's help right. others with what you're given and i've just seen somebody that has been completely full of shit and i've been around them enough to know that hey you've got good in you you're just being fucking selfish and then it's not even just that you're being selfish it's the fact that you're portraying yourself to be a better person than you are and you're just fake as fuck i can't do fake if you're gonna be a piece of shit i get called a womanizer all the fucking time i heard yeah i get called your king petty (laughs) yeah i get called all the time but the truth is i want to get married more than anybody else i've gone 35 years and never done it i don't knock anybody that's done it multiple times but i want what my grandparents had and if i and if i've gone this long and i've waited I can wait a little bit more till I find that special person. But until then, I'm a 35-year-old single man. If I'm hitting on women at a bar or on social media or whatever, and that makes me a womanizer, I'm a fucking womanizer. <laughs> I just, uh, it was here recently. Uh, I did uh, Trey Lewis's podcast when I was in Nashville, DM Mondays. Uh, y'all make sure y'all go subscribe to DM Mondays. And uh, they asked me, they was like, you know what? do you ever like kind of take advantage of, you know, you having a little bit of following on social media and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I got a feeling that most guys are going to sit here in this chair and tell you that they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't use this app to get laid or anything like that or whatsoever. I've met some of the prettiest women that actually wanted to pay me attention off this fucking app. If you don't think I'm using that shit to my advantage, you are goddamn wrong. But I'll tell you though, like I will straight up tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're honest and you're not fucking fake. Yeah. And that's what I like about you. You just, you, you seem like you are very authentic, but whether you know it or not, those are going to be the people regardless of what app comes out next. Cause TikTok's going to die soon or whenever it does. And yeah. there'll be another app. Snapchat was big before this. That's what I originally blew up on. That got me a job in radio. It got me to where I'm at today. Somebody like you that's got that many people that that is obsessed with you already, that like you enough to follow you, and you being genuine and authentic, there's always going to be room for you on the next step. Yeah. 
Yeah, and some people just don't get that. Some people are just like, oh, I'm just going to make a trendy video. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be fucking real. And then I'm going to get mad when people erase me or delete me or whatever. Mm, it pays to be your authentic self. It really does. And it's so freeing just to be who you are. Just, just to fucking, I'm weird as shit. I'm fucking a scatterbrain and I'm all over the place, but I would much rather be that and have less people in my life. Maybe if they didn't like that, then have a bunch of people who I'm putting on a fake front and that let, let me tell you something that wears out as you've seen that wears out. And then you start showing your true colors and then you ain't got no one. So I'm sorry, you know? No, that's, I'm glad you, I couldn't have said it any better. That's it. Oh, that fake, that fake shows, dude. It, yeah. it, sh it shines through and it shines through quicker than everybody else thinks it's going to. And just, and I always, I used to say I was weird too. I know there are some weird fucking things about me, but we're authentic. We're genuine. And, yeah. that, and that's where I think I used to get that word weird because I wasn't like everybody else. Yeah. I'm authentic. Everybody else is trying to fit in. I don't want to fit in. I want to stand out. That's a better word. I like that. Authentic. Yeah. 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 Authentic is, yeah. Cause there's, there's nobody else like me. Yeah. Un I, unapologetically me. Absolutely. I feel like that's somebody's uh, TikTok name that I, it might be like 5,000 people's oh, name. Shit. That seems like that's a lot of people. Have you ever thought, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Um, I, <laughs> it's funny because yes, I have. I actually bought like little microphones and all of that stuff. That was before I got on TikTok, And then I just, I just never did it. I'm like, is it, that just one more thing that I'm adding on? But I have be, thought about it. You'd be good at it. You, you and your, uh, you and your group, you would be good at it. I don't say, I used to say it to a lot of people. Uh, but I've kind of figured out who's good and who's not by now. Yeah. No, you actually, yeah, you'd be good at it. I would take a shot at it if I was you. Thanks. I, I think I would. Well, uh, well, I know that you got a lot of getting ready to do the next couple of days, and I appreciate you hanging out with me for a little bit. So we'll probably cut it there. Um, but drop your social media handles and all that type of shit real fast. So uh, if that Justin happens, they don't follow you. They'll go follow you now. Um, guys, this I like this one. This one's cool. This one's cool. <laughs> and uh, I hope you and everybody that's going with y'all have a great time this weekend in Nashville. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry that I will not um, see you, but hopefully you can see Damaris and some of the other girls. Um, TikTok is what Mandy? That's what my son, what Mandy? My son calls me Mandy. Um, and my Instagram is what Mandy six. There was already five more what Mandy's. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. And I can't as no, it's six because I have six kids, but there was a what Mandy. Oh, okay. Smart ass. I get it. That's good. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You caught me slipping there. Well, well, thank you, ma'am. I very much appreciate it. And uh, God bless you, your, your husband, your six kids, all that. And hope you have a good flight and everything. Good time in Nashville. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. You too. And thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. I will catch y'all next time. Hold on.